Welcome to Life and Lens with Lele Clavey. Join me as we explore the secrets to crafting a thriving and fulfilling career as a luxury wedding photographer while creating a beautiful, balanced life. Immerse yourself in insightful conversations that empower you to nurture a positive mindset, enabling you to not only excel in your craft, but also flourish in all facets of life. I am your host, Lele Clavey, Australian wedding photographer, educator, and mother of two. This is the Life and Lens podcast. Welcome to my first episode of the Life and Lens with Lele Clavey podcast. As my first episode, I wanted to give you an introduction about my story, who I am, as well as the six things I did in the first year of business for a booked out wedding season. If you're here listening to this, you are either interested to see what I'm up to, or you're a wedding photographer starting out your business, or you're someone wanting to break into the premium and luxury wedding photography markets, and perhaps you're seeking guidance on that. Well, I hope my podcast can help you with all things around your journey. So a bit of background on me and my own story. My name is Lele Clavey. I am 36 years old. I am an Australian born and bred. I lived in Paris, Perth, and New York City in my younger years, and then moved back to Melbourne, my hometown. I started my wedding photography business in February 2020. I was on maternity leave with my first son. He was five months old, and I was finally coming out of that fog of baby life. Those of you who've had kids, you would understand that fog. I felt like I really wanted to find myself and find something for myself. Before maternity leave, I was working in fashion marketing, working nine to five. It wasn't fulfilling. I wasn't challenged. I wasn't motivated. I knew I had to make something work rather than going back to that past life. I also wanted to create a lifestyle where I could spend time with my family and not be my time not be dictated by a job, nine to five. I have been photographing since 2010. Friends had always suggested I pursue wedding photography, but in my eyes, the pressure was too much for someone's special day. I also wasn't interested in shooting weddings that didn't inspire me. I love fashion, style, interiors, and beauty. And looking around at a lot of the weddings that I had seen, they were sort of daggy, not very fashion forward. But then I started looking through Instagram and found accounts and photographers who were shooting the fashion-led weddings and focusing on those same elements that I loved and I knew that was something that I wanted to go towards. So now I am in my third year of business and I wanted to share the thing that I get asked about the most, how I built my wedding photography business in a few short years. So here are the six things that I did in my first 12 months for a booked out wedding season. Number one, I invested in mentoring and education. I signed up to be on a luxury editorial wedding photographer's team as a second shooter. Her name is Beck Smith and shout out Beck if you're listening. You should look her up. Her work is absolutely amazing. I am so appreciative of her help and guidance throughout the years. It definitely helps to have a mentor figure in your corner and especially someone who inspires you and you aspire to be. So when I started shooting for her, we had talked about me shooting as a second shooter, but then COVID happened 
and travel was sort of off the cards. And instead of me second shooting, Beck asked if I would associate shoot for her. That pushed me into the deep end and it was the best thing I could have done. I really did have to fake the confidence, pretend that I knew what I was doing. And we had had lots of chats about how she approached weddings and what she did to shoot in her brand style and her style. So I was very prepared on that end, but it was really getting thrown into the deep end and faking it till I made it going, yeah, I totally know what I'm doing. It was actually the most amazing thing. Another thing that I also did was I signed up for the six-figure business map by Jai Long. It was the start of the six-figure business map. I was one of the original crew, shout out to the original crew team and Jai. And that was so instrumental in helping my business grow. I had no idea how to run a wedding photography business. So this course was the fundamentals in it all so that I could just follow a roadmap and it gave me not only that, not only the roadmap, but also an inspiring, uplifting and encouraging community from the get-go. I also listened to podcasts, binged courses, wrote notebook after notebook full of tips so I could find out the most about how to shoot weddings, how to run a wedding photography business, and all of that has really helped get me where I am today. Number two, practice, practice, practice. I was lucky enough to second shoot and associate shoot for incredible photographers over the years. And in the beginning, and even now, I try to say yes to every opportunity I get. Number three, early on, I set out to create my ideal client and work on my branding. I knew the type of client that I wanted to bring in. And I also knew that I didn't have the skills to create the brand and website that would attract this premium client. So I sought out to find someone who could. This premium professional branding set me apart from others who were just starting out. It made me look established and no one ever asked how many weddings I had shot. In the beginning stages, I hadn't shot very many. I had shot one wedding at the registry office. And then we went into COVID, so there was no opportunities to shoot any weddings. But because of my branding and my website and the look, no one asked me how many weddings I had shot. It didn't seem to matter to them. The first big wedding that I booked was for $6,000. And I put this down to confidence. So fake it till you make it. My branding, website, price guide. I had previously worked in fashion and done behind the scenes fashion photography at a runway. And so I had that work listed on my website, no actual wedding work, but I said that I was a wedding photographer. And so that's what they would see. And yeah, as I said, no one asked how many weddings I had shot. And so I really put that down to the look, the aesthetic of my branding and website. It looked professional. So I looked professional. Number four, I didn't start off cheap. I know this is such a contentious topic amongst wedding photographers, but I didn't want to start shooting budget weddings. I wanted to shoot what inspired me, which is high fashion style, modern weddings at beautiful venues. And these couples wouldn't book me if I started off cheap, as in maybe below 3,000. So I decided to price myself starting at four and a half thousand. 
In saying that, I wanted to ensure that there was also more value was there prior to charging this. In my 2020 journal, when I first started the business, on the first page I wrote, to raise my prices, I have to raise my value. So I made a checklist of these things to tick off, including invest in branding, website, an accountant, copywriter, invest in contracts and insurance, packaging and stationery, a sample album, experience, and systems. Of course, for my first wedding, I charged $350 for a three-hour registry wedding. That was February 2020. And that felt like a good amount. I was actually so happy to be receiving that money, $350. I was like, this is incredible. I'm actually getting paid to shoot something that's really fun and so special. And because it was only $350, although back then I was like, that's amazing. I'm actually making money from this. Because it was not a high price point, the pressure was not there as if I had charged, you know, 6000 from the get-go. In my beginning time, I also offered to shoot for a few friends of friends, weddings for free to build my portfolio. But once my branding was done around September 2020, that's when I started charging 4500 In my mind too, I was also booking weddings 12 months out, so I knew that in one year I had to practice, 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 and that is what I did. Number five, niche early. Even though I knew I wanted to shoot weddings, I thought that shooting everything would make me better and it would mean I look busier and I would look in demand, but I quickly found out that it just meant it chewed up my energy. It chewed up my energy and time doing things that weren't working towards my goals and also confused others about what I did. I was a master of none. So I niched and I niched hard into just premium weddings, shooting for couples who loved fashion and details as much as I did. This made me happier. This made me more successful and it made me more profitable. Number six, I treated my business as if I was already turning over $100,000. My goal early on was to turn over $100,000. I wanted to see if I could do it. I'd never made that much money with my previous work, working nine to five, and I just wanted to know if I could do it. To have a chance at this, I knew I had to treat my business like it was already successful. So I signed up for systems, programs, professional assistance that would help my business grow and already be in that professional mode. So this included Studio Ninja CRM, Zero, a bookkeeper, an accountant, photo sharing apps such as PickTime, the gear, Adobe Lightroom for editing. All of those things set me up and I still use those systems. I also invested everything back into my business so it would grow more rapidly. I don't know if this is oversharing, but I looked back through my Studio Ninja and I wanted to share with you on my podcast, I want to be quite candid. When I'm interviewing people, I hope they are feeling open to sharing about business. I feel like if we can all raise each other up, this will be a good thing. So I wanted to share how much I made in each of my years growing my photography, because for one, I can't really believe that I did this. Anyway, I will go over it. Maybe it's oversharing. Maybe I'll regret it later. I don't know. So 2020, the year I started, I made 
$9,900. For me, that was insane. I was like, I did that all on my own. That's amazing. Also, COVID was here. So there were only a few months of actual work in there, but I was still so, so proud. 2021, I made 79000 And now annually, I am turning over a quarter of a million dollars. I still can't believe it. I am still in awe. And I think that's what I wanted to share with you in the podcast. And this whole journey and talking to other people is that it is possible. I didn't know if I could do it and I've done it and I'm smashing my goals, working towards them and figuring out ways of how can I move the needle and I am doing what I didn't think I could do. So what I wanted to share with you in closing is that we can create this beautiful, motivating, creative, fulfilling job while making a very decent living if we do the right things. All of these things inspire me to keep striving and pushing myself to elevate beyond what I thought I was capable of. And I hope this podcast also inspires you to push your limits to get to where you didn't think was possible either. Thank you for listening to this episode, my first episode, the Life and Lens podcast. If you have any messages or any feedback or any comments about this episode, you can DM me on Instagram at Lele Clavy or at Lele Clavy Education. You can also email me and I will share more information in the show notes below. Thank you again and chat to you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Life and Lens with Lele Clavy. If you are hearing this message, you've listened to the entire episode, and for that, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you would like more, go over to leleclavyeducation.com forward slash podcast to get the show notes from today's show. I would be so appreciative if you could leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please share this episode with others who may be interested in this topic. Also, feel free to let me know what topics you would like to see covered in future episodes. Get in touch in the comments or on my Instagram accounts, Lele Clavy or Lele Clavy Education. That's L-E-I-L-E-I-C-L-A-V-E-Y. See you next time on the Life and Lens podcast.